0: Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox and I'm Natalie McMillan, and we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right, a life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts.
1: And each week we cover a new topic, and we drink a new bottle of oh wine. Oh, I should
0: get a little song with kling, that. Kling, kling. <laughs> And this week, we are talking how to be more eco-friendly and easy things you can do in your everyday life to save our little planet. Save this little planet of ours. After this huge, massive rock we're right on. That we
1: just happen to be floating in space on.
0: Yes. We're going to be talking about simple, simple ways to live a more sustainable life, Mm -hmm. how the fashion, beauty, and food industries affect our planet, and what is eco-anxiety. What is that? I'm excited to dig in. Me too. And at the end of the episode, we're going to be playing 200 questions. No, we're not answering 200 questions. We're just answering a fun little question that's a little off topic. So mm-hmm. stick around because that's always a good time. It's always a good time. But first, Nat, what winery we drinking?
1: We are drinking the Tablas Creek Vineyard. Now, this is where I'm going to... Patelin de Tablas? What? I do not know what this... Pat- Patelan? P-A-T-E-L-I-N. I don't know what that is, but it's a red blend, and it's from Paso Robles. Okay. So it is a California wine, and it's just it's just a good old blend. But what patellan de tablas means, I don't know. <laughs> it
0: sounds like the name of, like, the little geeky kid at your school. Patellan de but- or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> at my school, no, not your school. At a school, like the little nerd kid. Oh, that's oh. platello platamos the fuck is <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I, I am following. You're following. I'm yes. not well. We've I, been. We've. It's a. It's been a long day. We're recording a little bit later than we normally do, and so we're just, you know, <sighs> yeah. we're feeling it. We're feeling it.
1: But we're here because we love we you love guys. you guys.
0: We do, we do. Yes. Okay. Now, so let's get into how to protect our little planet and why yes. we chose this
1: topic. Yeah, I feel like the first time I remember climate change, but back then it was global warming. Remember, it was always global warming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember the first time I was in kindergarten because we were being taught about recycling and
0: composting. Reduce. Reuse, Re- recycle. Yes. What is that? What's that from? Was that a... Is it Schoolhouse Rock? What?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, the reduce, reuse, recycle thing was a, that big, was a push big push in big the early campaign.
1: 2000s. Big campaign. <laughs> and I just remember my teachers being like, yeah, the environment's a little bit in trouble. And, you know, fast forward to now and... A little bit in trouble. Yikes. Talk about a lot of it in trouble. Yikes. Also, I feel like back in the day, the huge emphasis was that they were ruining the rainforest.
0: Yeah, the rainforest was, was a b- big thing. Big rainforest thing. You know, my mom. okay so my mom was like never really into like environmental measures, mm-hmm. but then she took my little sister on her. This is public school for you on her field trip to the dump, the local dump. Oh, we did that. in private school you don't go to the dump yeah we we public schoolers (laughs) we hit the dump you go to the dump (laughs) and my mom was like my eyes were i will never forget it like seeing all the trash and all these things that like could be recycled yeah my mom is a stickler on recycling like if for her if i go to her house and i like drink a can of soda and put it in the trash she literally pulls it out and goes who did this
1: Good for Connie.
0: And she loves to take her little recycling to the little center, and she gets like $12, and she puts it oh, in her she gas. Does. Oh, wow. Yes. So that's wow. how she, she fuels her car that emits – co2 and her recycling money hey you know what carbon she, neutral she, yeah <laughs> hey she's offsetting she's offsetting but hey you know
1: what she is doing one little it's all about these little steps that we can take right because we can't be perfect we can't, can't be perfect, perfect but, but we, we gotta try because unfortunately we're at the we're at the point where we can't we can't simply just recycle anymore oh
0: what's her name the little girl greta greta can you do the impression Oh, God, I was so, I guys, it I. It was I, unbelievable. But <laughs> well, that's when she was like, real, I feel like I haven't seen her recently, but I had this Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, whatever uh, impression that was, it was very good. It was Oscar worthy. <laughs> I wish I had it on I camera. I wish I could have played her because I'll never play her. You obviously. know why? It's because. We were also drunk when I showed it to you. We were hammered.
1: <laughs> no, but we were at the 1975 show and they had this whole thing where she was like speaking. Yes. Corinne's crying as she's speaking. And we do have a video of this. I'm going, fuck yeah,
0: Greta. (laughs) And Corinne's crying. I'm necessarily crying, but then in the car on the way home. (laughs) She did an impression. I'm doing my Greta impression, and it was was, very good. I was blown
1: away. That Uber driver, he got a show because that would I would have paid money to see that. It was incredible.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um <sighs> I've definitely lost it, but yeah, no this is <laughs> this is super important because last year a report released by scientists at the UN described our current climate as quote code red for humanity. That doesn't sound great. That does not sound very fun. So while it is an extremely grim and alarming report, we feel like millennials and Gen Z in particular, we love Gen Z. Yeah, we do. We've really always been very aware of the danger we're in and have always been looking for ways to help combat it. In fact, a recent survey done by the United Nations Development Program in conjunction with Oxford University. I mean, what type? Legit. That is legit. legit. Too legit to quit which included over half a million 14- to 18-year-olds over 50 different countries, suggests people are in favor of policy changes to boost renewable power and sustainable jobs. Wow. Everybody's on board. Gen is going to save the world, really. I think millennials, we kind of started, and then we kind of, well, where the fuck are we at now? Well, also, it's really in Gen Z's hands. <laughs> well, the
1: problem is also that we're at the end of the rope. We have no oh, choice, right? That's we to be we Gen no longer Z. have choices or because we, we die. will all die. Yeah, it's yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect. Which brings us to our next point, which is eco anxiety. Oh yeah. So this is a real thing, and it is being overwhelmed by the magnitude of the issue and mindful of your position as just one person on a planet of billions. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people feel really powerless when it comes to the climate crisis, which has led to the phenomenon of eco anxiety. I
0: will say that I think that's been a barrier for, I am sustainable in certain ways, but I do think the justification when I'm not being sustainable is that like, well, what the fuck can I do anyway? Right. It feels huge. It does. It really does. Yeah. It feels very like helpless. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm just going to do this alone.
1: Like, uh. so psychology today, they describe eco-anxiety as a fairly recent psychological disorder, afflicting an increasing number of individuals who worry about the environmental crisis. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which is the guide mental health professionals use to make diagnoses here in the United States, they don't include eco-anxiety as a specific condition yet. Mm. But the American... Psychological Association produced a 2017 report detailing the impacts of climate change on mental health, which made a reference to the term eco-anxiety. And the glossary describes it as a chronic fear of environmental doom.
0: You know, I bet that will change because I bet you eco anxiety is more Gen Z because it affects them more. We're like, yeah. right now they're just still coming up, but I mm-hmm. bet you as they get older, that will become a I think it will term. definitely be Because an they've actual already, term. I know the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders already mm-hmm. classified gaming as an addiction. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, you know that. Yeah, there's gaming addictions now. And I, I bet you just like as that age group gets older, yeah. this will be included as well. A
1: hundred percent. Because it is super real. Mm-hmm. So, really, our number one tip here is just don't beat yourself up. You know, the fate of the planet, it doesn't lie solely in your hands, even though sometimes it might feel
0: like it does and little, little changes here and there can make you feel empowered like okay i'm mm-hmm. doing something yes at least we're doing something yeah and let's start in your home some interesting facts is that 20 percent of all u.s emissions are directly contributed to household consumption oh wow yeah and the average u.s household produces 7.5 tons of co2 equivalents per year Jesus. Yeah, but there are some things you can do just like again these are simple these are small but they will make you feel more empowered and they do make a difference one of them being to change your light bulbs to led so cool. take a moment today to make sure your home is using all led light bulbs i don't think i am and i think you could definitely go through my house i'm and not do sure that. i'm not sure yeah leds typically use about 75 percent less energy than traditional incandescence and can last at least 35 times longer. They may seem incidental in helping people transition to clean energy, but at least it's a solution that's bright.
1: Oh, (laughs) love that. Also, I will say the LED thing, because I know it's like the LED sometimes it looks like you're in a Classroom Like that fluorescent look. No, they
0: have them now that that are like warm. You can get like more cozy. It's not just They've improved them to look like just regular light bulbs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You can also just switch to a reusable water bottle, which I think in LA a lot of people have. But maybe, I don't know, maybe you don't have one. Despite recent images of oceans brimming with plastics and marine life washed ashore, Americans still use an average of 50 billion plastic water bottles a year. Oh my. My god. Yeah. Yeah. And while recycling has become part of the modern lifestyle, a unsettling fact remains. 91% of plastic is not recycled. What? Ni- wait, what is 91? Is that what you said? 91. Oh my god. What? Yeah yeah oh my god what are we doing out here people people just throw it away yeah yeah oh my so god. switching to reusable water bottles such as you know a mason jar or an ethically made product is an easy way to eliminate your use of plastics and like most sustainable objects it will save money yes yes that part that part that part right I, when i was doing the research i was noticing a lot of the things was like why buy an electric car why do it was like well, it's also just cheaper for you. It also like is all this cheaper. stuff is cheaper. Yes. Reusing things turns out is cheaper out. than buying new things every time. Yes. <laughs> Another thing that you can do in your home to be more sustainable is to use eco-friendly cleaning products. Toxic chemicals from cleaning products such as dish soaps, floor cleaners, all-purpose sprays, and detergents are flushed down the drain and can enter our waterways, and toxins can contaminate the water sources and be harmful to aquatic life. Also, did you know that commercial cleaning products contain VOCs? VOCs are volatile organic compounds, and they're hazardous, and they pose Dangers to our own health. So they don't care about the Damn. environment, our own health by leaching into the air, and they cause eye, nose, throat irritation, headaches, dizziness, respiratory impairment, and even memory loss. Jesus. So that part, that I use. Part. I use basically only clean eco products. Yeah, in my house at
1: this I, point. I do too. Except for every once in a while, I gotta hit it with a. Well,
0: once a month, I have my cleaning our cleaning lady come. <laughs> We basically live together um, at this point, and she just douses the house. Yeah.
1: You walk in, and you're like, This place has been (laughs) chemically altered. (laughs) But hey, you got to do it every once in a while in my opinion yeah so yeah another couple tips here for your home reuse when you can you just got
0: those reusable paper oh, towels yes. i just got these reusable paper towels actually thank you ashley and michael joe's sister-in-law and brother they showed these to me and it was so i felt like i was using paper towels all the time to like you know just wipe down the counters yeah. and then i just i would throw it throw away. away and i was like this is not sustainable at all and i was using a lot yeah. I, I like to keep my house really clean, so it was using a lot. And so now there are these little cloth, pieces of cloth, that attach to each other so that you can roll them up like, like a, like a uh, paper towel roll. Yeah. They go on a little paper towel holder, and I just pull it off, and it's a little cloth. And I wipe down the counters, and then I put it in this little bin, and then I wash them at the end of the week. Perfect. And then I reuse them. Perfect. And those are called Marley's Monsters. Oh, yeah, Marley's Monsters. We'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to yeah. pick up. I need to get some of
1: those. I want to get
0: they're really fun. I really like them a lot.
1: Yeah. And they're also, like, decorated. Yeah, you can get, like, really fun designs. You would you would love all the designs on there. Oh, my God. I'm going to go home and get them, honestly. Also, if you've got a new car or you're in, in the market... Consider an electric vehicle. Because it runs on electric motor instead of the gasoline engine, a battery powered vehicle produces zero tailpipe emissions. So there's little doubt that having more electric cars on the road in congested urban areas can improve local air quality. The average electric vehicle in the United States today produces the emissions equivalent of a gasoline car that gets 73 miles per gallon. 73. Yeah that's a lot and actually it's just set to get better and better as wind and solar is going to start replacing coal-fired electricity yeah because we're still we're still generating with coal
0: yes but once we get wind and solar even better we're unstoppable yeah So now that we talked about in our homes, let's talk about on our bodies, Uh um, the fashion industry. And here are some stats as reported by the World Bank Group Organization. So the fashion industry is responsible for 10% of annual global carbon emissions, more than all international flights and maritime shipping combined. That's I, I would have never guessed that. I would have Insane. never guessed that. Yeah. So at this pace, the fashion industry's greenhouse gas emissions will surge more than 50% by 2030. So if demographic and lifestyle patterns continue as they are now, global consumption of apparel will rise from 62 million metric tons in 2019 to 102 102 million tons in 10 years. That's, <laughs> that's, cool. that's like give me
1: like uh, what uh, the it, fuck? Because the thing is, is you know, sometimes these projections are like in a hundred years this is in eight years. This is in eight years, you guys. 2030? That is eight years away. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: average person today buys 60% more clothing than in 2000. And not only do they buy more, they also discard more as a result. So less than 1% of used clothing is recycled into new garments. And this is largely in part due to the rise in fast fashion over the past 10 years or so. I will say no matter what, I mean, I always donate my clothes. I don't ever throw them away no i've always donated my clothes yeah and then if i don't if i have really nice clothes i do consignment yeah yeah which i I guess i don't know what happens if they don't get sold
1: right yeah i'm sure they sell them though but that's crazy i mean fast fashion is absolutely insane
0: that's like uh like fashion Polly. yeah
1: And it's also, I mean, that's a whole other conversation I could get into.
0: I could get into all of it. But what can we do fashion-wise?
1: Yeah. So one thing is to go vintage. So do things like shopping secondhand and vintage and going to your local Goodwill or other charity shop. Mm -hmm. You can find all kinds of really great stuff there. Again, way cheaper. Yeah. Way cheaper. You can also buy on sites like Poshmark or Depop. I've never done that. I've always wanted to try it. I I downloaded Depop, but I've never used it. I get a lot of stuff on Poshmark. Wow. It's just always cheap. These vintage Levi's, I got it for $14.
0: Wow. Oh, these nice. look really – I love these jeans on you.
1: Thank you. $14 on Poshmark. Wow. So we're reusing. We're recycling. And also eBay. If I know, like, a specific thing that I want, like, oh, I want to search for this, like, certain band tee, if I go on eBay and, like, start searching for it, I found ones on there too. And it's kind of fun because it's like a scavenger hunt.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: Yeah. You can also just straight up buy less. So just not shopping at all is a really great way to do this. Embracing what you already own and what's already in your wardrobe. You know, it's kind of a lame tip, but it's not very fun. But also the planet is burning. That's also not fun. Also not very fun. Not fun. (laughs) You can also look for eco-friendly materials. So look out for more natural fibers. For example, cotton over polyester. Not only do they feel a lot nicer when you wear them, but they don't contain things like microfibers that go into the water and into marine life when we wash our clothes. I had no idea about that. I didn't know about microfibers. I had no idea that microfibers go into the ocean. But hey, this is why we have this podcast. And then lastly, learn how to DIY because it, it doesn't take much to learn how to hand sew or stitch up a little hole. Or if you have a pair of ripped jeans, if they're becoming too ripped, you can just cut those off, make them shorts. Another we fun love a jort. We love a jort. Oh, <laughs> I am in jorts, I would say, 90% of the year. You um, really are. <laughs> I really am. Another fun idea is to put cool patches On your jeans. Yeah. You know? And if sewing isn't your thing, you can take your stuff to a local tailor and they'll get it sorted out. Yeah. You know? You don't
0: need to just throw things out. I think we should move into food, though. Yes. Let's talk about the food industry, which is very interesting. New findings show that more than a third, which is 34%, of all man made greenhouse gas emissions are generated by food systems. They also showed that food generates an average of two tons of carbon dioxide equivalent emissions per person annually. Jeez. Per person. Geez. Food retail, too, is an increasingly important part of the picture. Emissions from the sector tripled between 1990 and 2015, in large part thanks to increasing demand for refrigeration to prevent food from spoiling. That was a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. 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 But there are things we can do.
1: Yes. So, number one thing is consider a more plant-based diet. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to have to go vegan. This is not what this means. Yes. Realistically, for the majority of people cutting down on meat consumption just to like a couple days a week, that could make a huge difference. Yeah. So, did you know that it takes 30 bathtubs of water to produce one burger? Wow. One burger. Also, One third of the Earth's land is dedicated
0: to livestock. Jesus Christ! They're in horrific conditions. Horrific too. conditions. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Paul McCartney. He's been a long time vegetarian, and he says it's meat-free Mondays. So you designate Monday as being your day to be a little veggie for the sake of the environment.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have like I'm a meat eater, but I first of all I do not cook meat at home. I only I cook fish at home, and that's really it. Unless me and Joe make our little spaghetti, which you know I'm, we know what I'm talking about. We make a little meat sauce. Yeah, yeah. But I really will go days without eating. Eating meat. And then on the weekends or if we're out or I go to a nice place, then I'll eat yeah. meat. But I feel like when you just ha- like have it in your mind, like I don't eat it all the time. Right.
1: And, that's, sometimes. and this is the thing too. Or you can be vegan if you wanted to. If you want
0: to. But also
1: this is the thing. These little tiny things add up. If you cut meat out one day a week… That's doing a
0: big thing. Yeah, totally, totally. You can also eat as locally as possible. So if you're eating soybeans that are shipped from China or bananas that have been shipped from Colombia, that's not as sustainable as if you're eating apples grown in Washington or even in your own town. So if you support your local farmer's market, you're also supporting more low-scale food agriculture, which tends to be more kind of Miss Girl (laughs) We're kinder to Miss Girl Mother Miss Girl Ye- Mother Earth. Earth. Yeah. You go to the farmer's market every Sunday. I don't do that. I need to do that. There's one down the street from my house I could literally walk to. I love the farmer's market because, also, again, cheaper and it's better. It just simply tastes so, better. It's so cool to like meet the people who like make. I know. (laughs) I
1: know. So you can also eat as seasonally as possible. So if you're eating something that isn't in season, then you know that they've been grown in a greenhouse somewhere that uses a massive amount of resources to basically fake the weather. So you're using a huge amount of heat energy to grow whatever it is that's out of season. Mm -hmm. I never
0: considered that it's
1: actually to recreate a weather, like a weather pattern.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I need to be better. I need to. When are bananas in season? Because I always have bananas.
1: I don't in the know. Summer. I eat bananas
0: every single day. I do.
1: Do they go in and out of season? Oh, shit! I gotta look into this.
0: And then the last thing you can do, and this is not the last thing. There's a million things oh, you can yeah. do, but that we're gonna say on the podcast is you think about packaging, so you can make better choices at the store by buying unpackaged fruit and vegetables, or opting for cans and cardboard that are widely recycled instead of plastic yes those single-use plastics also you know what when
1: i go to the store if i'm getting fruit or vegetables i don't put them in the little bags oh i just put them straight on the conveyor belt good for you because you know they're just gonna go in my grocery bag anyways and I'm, i'm gonna wash them still yeah yeah so save the little bags so this is actually – we're, we're going to move into a new one, which has been shocking for me to learn about. Yes. And that is the beauty industry. Yes. Also affected by packaging. Yes. Packaging in the beauty industry is less practical and more fanciful because beauty brands, they seem to go all out on the packaging and I'm not going to lie. I love a good package. Yeah, And often the more expensive or luxurious a product is, the more non-essential packaging you may expect to find. So about 70% of the beauty industry's waste comes from packaging. And according to latest reports from Zero Waste Week, beauty packaging amounts to 120 billion units every year. That includes plastic, paper, glass, and metals, all of which end up in landfills year after year. Yeah. Now, here's something. Hold on to your seats. Everybody, if you're driving, maybe pull over. Pull over. The average moisturizer pot takes nearly one thousand years to decompose that is so upsetting that is so upsetting That is so upsetting that's it's just crazy to me crazy to me so what can we do what can we do number one we can say goodbye to face wipes and kind of baby wipes in general Just use a good washcloth and a nice oil-based cleanser to help break down your makeup at the end of the day. If you've got a baby, though, look – they do have biodegradable wipes. Yeah. So kind of look out for that. I have these little cotton rounds. They're made out of bamboo. You can get them on Amazon, although that's not eco-friendly. Oh, God. (laughs) But, hey, it's the little steps. little (laughs) steps. But I use these reusable cotton rounds to take my makeup off, and they're really soft, super durable. And then they come with this little bag. So when I – I just throw them all in there and wash them with my clothes.
0: You wash them?
1: Yeah. Just chuck them in
0: the washing oh God, machine. They're like my little white. They're like your little paper towels. My little paper towels, But they're
1: little cotton rounds. I need
0: those. You need them.
1: Oh, they're my. They're super soft.
0: Oh, my God. I need them. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll try to find to get them to get them not on yeah not uh, on amazon Amazon. it's a trap (laughs) another thing you can do is to try to buy package free so you can get shampoo conditioner and body wash bars they might cost a little bit more but they last actually a lot longer so the cost per use is a lot lower Mm. this isn't something that we've actually personally tried yet but you've seen it at lush i've seen it at lush yeah okay so we're gonna have to try it i've seen the little like shampoo bars and stuff yeah, I've never even... I really need to... I'm going to give that a shot, too. Yeah. There's also a bunch of brands now that do razors with environmental-friendly replacement blades that they mail to you, so you're not getting the package of, like, plastic razors every month. Yes. I do that now. I have a reusable oh, razor do? head that I just buy the new head for. Oh, I need to do that. I need... Because I still... I still just have I the, get... um. It's called Flamingo. Okay. It's I saw at those CBS. at CVS. I saw and those. at Target. I don't know if okay. it's that sustainable, but maybe it is.
1: I'm sure it is because, I mean... You buy a pack of six of the razors and it's just like a big chunk of plastic.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. This isn't that. But I do think the top – but anyways, it's less plastic for sure. Yes, yes, yes.
1: You can also think about the products you use for your period. So tampons and pads are single-use items and not everyone disposes of them properly. So the big change you can make is going to a menstrual cup, which is the silicone cup that – catches all the blood and you can reuse it every month mm. we personally know tons of people that have love them, them absolutely love them we have not tried that we haven't tried yet. it
0: but what we have tried corinne is the Thinks period underwear yes which we love 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 and it's like so much more sustainable it is i've so had my things for i probably should get um i have some pairs that i've had for like two years that yeah. I, I could probably like I get new ones too. But like they last for so long. Yes. And they work so well. And I only wear mine to sleep, but I think my like my little sisters wear it to school and stuff. And yeah. Like it's like literally zero weight. It is zero. Weight. It's
1: all honestly, also, they're so comfortable. They're so comfy. They have even a pair of like pajama shorts. I have the I have the pajama <gasps> Me too. shorts. Incredibly
0: soft. I feel like even if you sleep in a tampon, it's uncomfortable still. And yes. then if you sleep in a pad, it's extremely uncomfortable. Yes.
1: And then it's just all
0: single use. Yeah, all that single-use. Yeah, Yeah. you just wash these and they're good to go. Good to go. Also, but, you know, we're not saying that all big brands can't be eco-friendly. A lot of big beauty brands are really taking inspiration from the environmental and even vegan movement. So keep an eye out for your favorite brands um, and see if they're launching something that is more eco-friendly, like an alternative for you that you can kind of jump on their bandwagon. I I think the beauty industry is probably – way more self-aware than other industries. Yeah,
1: they're pro- I think, but
0: also they're catching on because people
1: are, people are, are demanding they it. Want it. Yeah, yeah, they want it. And then our last little category here, which is a big one, is travel. Travel. So one return flight from Montreal to London emits as much carbon emissions as heating a European home for an entire year.
0: Just that Mm. one flight. Okay, okay.
1: The total carbon impact of a single flight is so high that avoiding just one trip can be equivalent to going gasoline-free for a year.
0: Okay, good. I feel – Like in your car. Well, never mind. I feel good because me and Joe do a lot of road trips, but we uh, do not have electric vehicles, so it's not really that much helpful. But it's better. It is better than flying. Really?
1: Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, I did read that. It is – driving is better than flying. Again, it's the little things. We can't completely alter our lives to be like, there's no way that you can be like, I'm never getting on a plane again. Yeah. It's unrealistic. But, for example, tomorrow I'm driving up to the bay. I could fly. Flying would take 45 minutes, but I'm going to drive it six and a half hours
0: there we go you know yeah think about the ways that you're getting around for example if you're traveling somewhere that has a rail system like the subway in new york city or i love the tube in london it is so easy to use i love the tube it's so clean so clean Um, you can hop on one of those instead of like catching an uber or a taxi and also like we just said be mindful of flying because of course flying is inevitable but a real like life example is that we recently went from New York to Boston, mm-hmm. and instead of taking a 50-minute flight, we took a little four-hour train ride, and it was so fun. It was honestly more and fun. I, and we I had Doritos and yeah. uh, ginger ale or Sprite. You know, it was it was a Coke.
1: It was, oh, a, it was a Coke. Yes, yes. That was when I was on my caffeine That thing. was when she was drinking a Coke every day and then was like, why is my heart palpitating right now? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's it's fun to do that. <laughs> yeah, You can also pack sustainably. So have your goal to be to leave as little behind as possible. So when packing your toiletries, consider using like refillable bottles instead of the little travel sized ones that you're just going to throw away in the end. Or the little tiny hotel shampoos because they probably do not recycle those. Oh, yeah. They're probably just
0: tossing them. That's that's so true. And mm-hmm. also when you're traveling, plan where you eat. Look into restaurants that use local produce and are of the farm-to-table mindset. There are even restaurants who pride themselves in minimal waste, which could be something really fun to look into on your trip. Yeah,
1: yeah why not?
0: Another quick little tip is to hop on a bike. Yes.
1: You know, explore the city that you're visiting by renting a bike and just go on a little adventure.
0: Also, London has a great it's a great city to ride your bike in. Yes, the little sand, what is it, Santander bikes or yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. I love the bikes in London. I took those around all yes. the time.
1: Yeah, most major cities have them. So, like, city bikes. LA are, is not a great
0: place to ride a bike, oh, I'm just honest with you.
1: LA. But if you is, want to, you go for it. You do that. You do that. But the city bikes, like in New York, you just go and unlock them and then you ride them around and you just park them back. Yeah. Done deal. Yes. I wonder also about birds and stuff. I wonder
0: if riding on a bird. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, oh, my God, Natalie, you were talking about the fucking scooters. Yeah. I thought you meant birds in the sky. Uh Oh. And I said, riding a bird around? (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah, you could also
1: just hitch a ride with a pigeon. (laughs) Right. Just attach yourself to a pigeon. No, I mean, like, the little electric scooters. I don't know how much more eco-friendly that would be because they obviously do have to be charged.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into the facts. But it's got to be better better than than driving. driving. It's got to be better than driving for sure. Okay, well, something really cool you can do. If you want to see how great your carbon footprint is, you can go to footprintcalculator.org and see how your lifestyle affects the planet oh shit I I did it and it's terrifying don't I mean I I suggest you do it because it, it gives you it's like oh what type of car do you drive how far is your commute blah 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 do you do this do you do that and it's very detailed and then it's like okay this is like your carbon footprint and it's uh, you're like, oh, shit, okay, there's, there's some work to be done. Damn. Maybe my 2022 goal will be at the end of the year to do the quiz again and it, for it to be, like, significantly lower.
1: Okay. Yeah, if you just implement some of these little tips
0: here. Yes. You know? We'll link the quiz in the show notes if you guys want to take it and, you know, see where you can be better. Mm-hmm. But we hope that you guys learn more about how to incorporate eco-friendly habits into your own life and feel inspired to live a more sustainable life. Yeah, we got to do it. We gotta do it. Like we, literally. We, we, we have we, no choice.
1: We, we have to do it.
0: <laughs> but Nat, should we circle back on the wine we're drinking, which is? Yeah,
1: it's Tablas Creek, 2018. Patellon de Tablas? That's
0: that weird getting there's your science. No,
1: but, <laughs> there's no. <laughs> Patellon platablas. platabla. Pla, 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 pla. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't know how to say this, but it is just simply a red blend. From Paso Robles, California. And shall we intro our hate of the week? Yes, our hottie is Miss Salma Hayek. She's actually on the board of the Global Green Organization, which raises awareness about global warming, helps create green jobs, supports affordable green housing projects, and assists disadvantaged communities in fighting climate change. Oh,
0: I love that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I feel like Salma Hayek is very unproblematic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, one to Salma Hayek. Let me take another sip here. It's okay. That's okay. Dang. We've had a lot of okay ones We've lately. We've had like,
1: eh, uh, But you know what? It's because we had a string of great ones. Yeah, we
0: did We did really. We ended the 2021 strong.
1: Yeah, we did. We just
0: need to get back in our flow for the new year. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a... Five. 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 Yeah. It's just like down the barrel. Very, it's a wine. Wh- it is wine. It is a wine. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. So, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap up game. And today we're playing 200 questions. No, we're not answering 200 questions. We're picking a question one through 200. It gets more intimate as you get higher. Oh, yeah. And we're going to answer it. So, yes. Natalie. You're and in the hot seat.
1: This is always hard because
0: we, we we always
1: choose the same numbers. Yeah, we do. Like, I want to say 77, and I know for a fact I've already done it. Do you want me to check? Sure. Okay, let's go with 107.
0: Okay, definitely don't think you've done that I don't that think one. I've done that. Seven just feels right. Okay. It's not thrilling, but you know we're going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Have you ever given to any charities? Yes. Okay, you want to do another one? Sure. Yeah, okay. that one was like, Okay, I'm
1: so sorry. Oh, it's not your fault. I chose the number. Do you want me to choose a new number? Yeah. Or you just want to go? just just go one up. 108. Okay. What's the last adventure you went on? Hmm. The last adventure I went on, I think it had to have been Salem. Yeah. Yeah. That was an adventure. Oh, for sure. And then leaving was an adventure as well.
0: Oh, yeah. When we had to leave in the middle of the storm? In the middle of
1: a bomb cyclone. Oh. In which the plane actually we might not even be alive right now this might be a figment of our imagination that was
0: the scare and the thing is i also got upgraded to first class so i couldn't sit with natalie in the plane i still to this day think we're going to a different dimension and we we're, we're yeah we're dead we it, died on I that think plane there's no
1: way yes it was ab- that was a true adventure that was insane <laughs> that was insane, insane.
0: <laughs> okay I'll, I'll go i'll okay. choose a number 1 through 200 uh let's go with 44 44. I think we've probably
1: done this one. President Obama. Let's see. Gotta scroll, gotta scroll.
0: Oh, I don't think we've done this. Okay.
1: What's the most interesting piece of art you've seen?
0: Okay, this is so lame, but I'm going to say it anyways. And it's not that it was the most interesting. I was just the most shocked. Well, two things. One, I saw the statue of David and I was like... Oh, my God. When I saw it in person, I was like... I didn't know it was so... It is Massive. massive. It just, have you seen it in person no i've never been oh okay so if you see it in person it is like you've seen pictures of it and you're like okay yeah. i wasn't excited to go i didn't even want to go i was like, well, I've I know what it looks like All right and i went i was like this, i was like this is stunning like i was like pushed back to the back like when yeah. i saw the mona lisa i was like okay because it's so small but it's insanely huge and isn't it crazy that that's sculpted out of a rock it's insane
1: by like a 17 year old kid
0: who did it? Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. Did he also do the Sistine Chapel? He did. I also saw the Sistine Chapel, which I was going to say is the only other time where I was like, "Holy shit!"
1: Oh, so you like? My, you're a fan of Michelangelo? Apparently,
0: Michelangelo hated
1: doing the Sistine Chapel. Absolutely hated it's it. In the Vatican. Yes, and he wrote little notes to his mom, and he would like do little doodles of himself, like. All cramped up against the Fuck this. yeah seriously, and then who did it? I think Raphael did a painting, and he did all the like Renaissance painters of the time. Like they were all alive. They all they comp- dunked on Michelangelo. <laughs> they hated that guy. So in the painting, he's literally like leaning, and he's like all sad, looking on a block of marble.
0: Oh my god! They were funny. They're That's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. I apparently, I like Michelangelo because those are both times where I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. I've never seen anything unbel- like this. I mean, the work that they did was unbelievable. And he was literally like 16 years old. Oh, my God. I did not know that. So, yeah, maybe it's very basic boring, but I do remember being like, holy shit, when I when I saw David and also the Sistine Chapel. Well,
1: there's a reason why they're the
0: most famous things in the world. You
1: know what I mean? True.
0: True. Yeah. True. True. Okay, guys. Well, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. If you don't want to miss an episode, you can go to rightpod.com and sign up for our mailing list where we send little fun, little tidbits, little facts, yep. little figures, facts mm-hmm. and hacks. Yes, I do, do think we should make a sweatshirt that says facts and hacks. Oh, my God. We should. I love that. Oh, facts and hacks guys oh my
1: god we are vax we're waxed and we're doing facts and And hacks hacks over here oh i love
0: it i love it and don't forget to rate and review our podcast you guys we love reading your reviews and knowing what you guys love about our show so feel free to do that in the apple podcast app and we will be back next week with another episode bye bye